0: from the dot com fed fed from the dot com these
1: Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Good afternoon, everybody. This is John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. We have a special guest with us today, Beth Nciso. We work with Beth, and she owns a company called djunkfast.com. If you want to go to the website and check out what she does, We're going to be talking a little bit about that today. Um, As usual, thanks for being on the show, Beth.
0: It's great to be here. (laughs) Glad to have you. So
1: as usual in the first segment, we like to start by talking about what it means to be a warrior. And I always like to give the definition every week for new listeners. And the definition of a warrior is a brave or experienced fighter. And the reason I like to talk about that is because most people do not think that they are a warrior in life because they're not brave. They may be afraid of something um, or they maybe haven't... uh, They don't think they can take on what they're dealing with at the current time, but you are experienced. And if you read the Webster dictionary definition, it says brave or experienced, not and experienced anything in life. You're you're a warrior. And so if you're going through something right now, remember, if this is the hardest thing you've ever gone through, there's been another time that you overcame the hardest thing you've ever gone through. So just stay in the fight and make sure that you uh, continue to press on, and that's how victory is received. So we always like to open up a little bit. Deb, I'm going to pass it over to you for just a minute, and then we'll get some ideas for from Beth on what it means to be a warrior and what we're pushing through.
0: Absolutely. I think that um, coming into the first of the year, I just meet with a lot of clients, and they've just overcome like maybe just meeting with family and going through all of these stressful circumstances. And they're, they're sort of in this position where they're just not as healthy as they want to be at this point, right? I mean, maybe they had foods that they shouldn't have or there was just stress or they're, they're feeling unorganized. It's just actually why I'm really excited to have Beth on the show. And so they just feel almost defeated. And they're looking at the first of the year like, I can't go into this year this way. You know, I have to, I have to start in a different way. And they're looking back thinking last year was so bad. How can I overcome and how can I, you know, be so much better this year? And so I just feel like from a Warriors perspective, you may look back at where you've come from in terms of last year. And you may feel that last year was, you know, just a really tough year. I've heard it over and over and over again. Um, And you might look forward and feel like it's somewhat daunting to overcome and unravel some of the things that have started to pile up for you, Um, but it's possible, you know, and if you just start taking small bites, you know, and you just start working small pieces of the puzzle, one piece at a time, you will start to get healthier, you will start to get more organized, you will start to become more financially stable You know, but if you just look at the next year and think, I'm never gonna be able to accomplish this, I'm gonna end up failing again on my diet, what's the point in even starting? Then you most definitely will not succeed. And so I just wanted to instead of talking about me, I just wanted to sort of present that concept because I just in the short amount of visits that I've had, you know, we're only eight days into the month, but you know, I did have five days worth of visits. And those visits, it was like this repetitive message that I kept hearing from people. And you could see how overwhelmed they were. And you could just see sort of like almost like a defeat. And I just felt like I was becoming a professional encourager, which is what I do for a living anyways. But I just want to, I guess, just say, you know, warrior up and remain in hope. And again, don't try to take it all on at one time. Take small pieces of it and, and really apply assistance. Don't apply for assistance. Don't try to feel like you have to do this whole thing next year by yourself. I have a village of people that help me to be healthy. I can't even tell you all the people that help me to be healthy on a regular basis. Don't You don't have to do it all alone. Get some people involved and get some accountability you know I, I definitely want to hear Beth's opinion you know from a warrior's perspective but as we go through the show you're going to find the information that we talk about today fascinating and just all the parallels and how to be organized how to remove clutter for, from your life and just how it clears so much space from a nervous system standpoint in your relationships and just overall in your health but you know Beth, I'm super excited you're here for that reason, but I'm so excited that you get to also give us your perspective on what it takes to be a warrior. I've known Beth for quite some time. She was my client, um, nutrition client, and I mean, she is a warrior, right? I mean, John, like, I mean, first of all, she looks like one, like she's really mighty looking, um, strong, but like just... She is a very, very hard worker in all parts of her life and everything that she does and so committed and so consistent. So we're super um, excited to hear what your impression on being a warrior would be.
2: Well, we hear people talk about what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right. Right. And I have to disagree because if I lay a barbell across your chest and you lie under that weight, you are not getting stronger. Right. It's only when you push it away, when right. you resist. Yes. And I'm not talking about denial, but I'm talking about resisting the trauma, resisting yeah. the grief, resisting the depression, yeah. Yeah. resisting the power of that loss, and deciding not that you are denying it, but that it is not the deciding factor in your life. Yes. Right,
0: right. That's so good. That's, great. That's kind of what in a way, I'm trying to say, you know, is that people are starting the year and they're looking back at how bad, you know, the weight of the barbell is like, it's like just continuing to push down on them. And they're almost just thinking, I'll just find a way to live with this weight,
1: you know, because it'd just be easier. I love the way Beth says that because, you know, it's, uh, it's like a parallel that I make regularly where people will come in And I'll talk about how we will all pray or will ask for more like, you know, God, please just open the floodgates, you know, allow me to have the financials or allow me to do whatever it is I may want to do. But sometimes we have to take a step back and ask ourselves, are we really ready for that? You know, if someone comes in and they tell me they want a 500 pound bench press and they can only bench press 100 pounds, I'm not going to put them under 500 pounds because it's going to crush them. So to best point, you know, the resistance back, you know, pushing through something, you know, it's like what, what you're capable of pushing through between 100 and 500, there's, there's training there. You know, you have to be willing to do that. You can't just lay under that and think I'm going to be able to push this up one day. You know, there's work involved.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's those steps, it's those small steps in the right direction is what it's going to take to get the weight off of you, you know, and like Beth said, you know just the avoidance of trauma is not necessarily going to get us in a further direction acknowledging what you're what you're dealing with and then assigning like some sort of assistance like really identifying do i need to be with a counselor this year like do I, now's the time how do i need to really start to design my life differently so that this year doesn't go the way last year went even if it's it's simple steps like I'm not going to Starbucks because I don't like the way it makes me feel. And I also don't need to spend that money. I can make that coffee at home. You know, I'm going to make sure I start eating breakfast every day instead of just going through a drive-thru. That could save me money, but it also could make me feel better every day. Like There's several very simple things that we could start to put in place. Also, certainly things we'd like to talk about today to help you to start your year off differently Um, that that really could structure a different mind space and really put you in a position to where you start the year off stronger and really just start the year off like with hope and with possibility. What I like to do for clients is give them a perspective that allows them to feel like there's possibility. Like if I just give them the super restrictive diet and basically say, this is what the next six months of your life is going to look like in order for us to be able to lose 100 pounds, it just feels almost like, how am I going to make it through the next six months? But if I just tell them for the next 30 days, this is how we're going to eat. And when I see you in 30 days, I'm going to give you some additions. We're going to make some subtractions. We're going to have some additions. But what we're going to do is allow your body to feel less inflamed in the next 30 days. Allow your body to have less symptoms in the next 30 days. And then all of a sudden what I've done is, is yes, I've put the weight on them. Okay, They do have some responsibility, but I've also cracked the door open a little bit so they could see some light at the end of the month. What's going to happen? We're going to open that door a little bit wider. So, we've presented the opportunity to just rely on a little bit of hope. And that's what we do. And, you know, at Integrity, we care about mind, body, and spirit. And you'll recognize that is why we brought Beth on the show today. And we'll talk more about her business in the next segment because we actually care about every aspect of your life. For more information on a six-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, you can take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or give us a call for a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers to get started at this new year and just build a plan for movement in your body. Don't start it alone. Get with a professional. Give us a call at 636-299-2208. For nutrient-dense, gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your doorstep, take a look at sophiesbakery.com and 100% grass-fed meat from fedfromthefarm.com. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger,
1: Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. Here in studio today with our friend Beth and Ciso, and we're going to talk about her company, D-Junk Fast. You can check that out at Djunkfast.com. We are going to talk a little bit about how we came to know Beth um, and then just the similarities between what she does and what we do and kind of how it all Ties life together. I mean, when you really stop and look at every aspect of your life and how to overcome things and how to work through things, I think you can find parallels in just about all of it. And if you can see those parallels and learn how to tackle one area of your life, a lot of times it teaches you how to tackle so many other areas as well. And, And you sometimes just need a little bit of assistance in that direction, you know, right? I mean, sometimes that's the whole reason we exist. I was having a conversation with a client couple days ago about how my job, you know, is to make sure someone doesn't get hurt while they're working out. It's to design a workout program. Now you can find a million workout programs online. You might be able to find a workout program online. That's better than mine, but are you making sure that you're not getting hurt? And then are you being held accountable? Is the accountability there? Is it allowing you to actually accomplish the things you're looking to accomplish. So Deb, I'll push it over to you just a little bit. If you just want to talk about, you know, Beth originally coming to you and then working with her and then we'll uh, get some information on Beth's business.
0: Yeah. Beth and her husband, Rob came to me for nutrition and, you know, she can certainly explain that circumstance, but they were both extremely detailed and disciplined and dedicated and like their results were, they show, you know, that, that they, they did the work basically. Um, and it's fantastic to work with clients like that. I mean, un- unfortunately, not every client is going to be that way, and so I'm actually educating on on how to become disciplined and be more dedicated. Um, but when you meet with a client that already has that perspective, you can just see how far they can go and how how much their health can improve. Right. But we actually hired Beth because I have staff members that work out of our house, and you know it. I, what I've noticed in, in doing that is I actually am not an anxious person, but I can become uncomfortable and anxious when I walk into a room and I can't even figure out where my pancake flipper is and I don't even make pancakes. You know, like where where are my things, you know, and we just have so many people in our home that all of a sudden you're finding the scissors randomly in another room and you're used to it being in a certain spot. And so I found myself just like almost feeling like I'm going to be late for work because I can't figure out where something's at in my own house. And, you know, I mean, I realize that's not like the end of the world, but it started happening in multiple rooms. And so I just asked Beth, you know, Beth, like, I I don't I, I need your help. You know, what can we do? How can we create systems to where multiple people Now, just because I have staff at my house, it doesn't mean this isn't going to benefit you because if you have four kids or three kids and a husband, you need this because me and Sophie and John needed this just as much. And so Beth came in and organized all of our drawers, all of our cabinets, our pantry, our garage, our basement. I'm not kidding. Every single closet is organized. Everything is very detailed. There's labels. You know where everything goes. Um, And so all of the sudden now, like you have a place for everything and it's not complicated. It's like you open the drawer and it makes sense that this goes there. You just know. And so it's not cluttered and it's not, you know, like you don't have stuff all over the place. And I just want to say that has been an incredible blessing to our house, Beth.
2: Yes, and that's what I've discovered is that even though I'm not a mental health professional, I am in the mental health business. Yes. Yes. Because that's what decluttering and organizing it's about is about. Yes. It's about mental health, it's about anxiety reduction, stress reduction. How many times do we have an argument because we can't find something? Right. How many times are we late to work because we can't find something? Yes. And people feel like nutrition and diet is not spiritual. Right. Right. But it is because we're talking about your health and how long you're going to live. Yes, yes. yes. how long you're going to be productive. Yes. Right. And the state of your home is spiritual. Yes. Because it affects your family harmony. Yes. Yes. It affects how productive you are. It may even affect your health because I have been in homes where people's health is being negatively oh, yeah. affected. Absolutely. Because the downward slide has been so extreme.
1: Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I think, you know, what's interesting to me when you talk about that, you said this, Deb, about, you know, the drawers and the rooms is, again, the parallelisms between the spirituality of the, the health from both aspects is, you know, if you've got a drawer that's off, and then where does that stuff end up? Another drawer. And now that drawer is off. And then where does that stuff end up? Uh, stacked inside a cabinet. And then where does that end up? And so the cascade becomes – Now your whole house is crazy, right? Right. I mean, it's no different than health where I had one Oreo and then that allowed me to eat a bag of chips and then that allowed me, it's like, you have to control the little things because they dictate the large things. I had a heart attack because as a doctor told me, I was fat. That's his verbiage, not mine. No hereditary history, no plaque, literally because of how I ate. And you don't get that way if you don't like to eat food. I still obviously in the back of my mind have a food addiction. And I remember a time last year, might have been two years ago now, time's flying. But I went through a stage where I would stop by Quick Trip for about almost two months every day on the way home from work and get two bags of candy, two big bags of candy. It's about 500 to 600 grams of sugar. Now Quick Trip is four minutes from my house. I would have both those bags eaten and throw those bags away in the trash can before I walked in my home. Right. So it was stress. Stress caused me to eat these. Here's the problem. Then I have all of these cravings and those lend themselves to other things. So after about two months, I recognized, okay, like I can't be doing this anymore. I have to quit. All right. So I go three days haven't had candy. I'm like, got this. You know, no problem. So then I have to stop and get gas one day. Stopping at gas, what do I do? I walk in, I get my candy, I eat it, same same perpetual cycle. So what I decided was, as a disciplinary tactic, I wasn't driving past that quick trip anymore. Seems silly, past quick trip. I drove an extra four minutes another direction, uh, and then when I needed gas, I went to a different gas station because I had to break a cycle. And I think that's what Beth does for you, is she breaks that perpetual cycle of throwing another uh, pile of clothing in the closet, Throwing your shoes under your bed, throwing a bunch of paperwork in the drawer where your scissors and your knives and all of the things that you are going looking for should be. Throwing your paperwork in a place where when you actually need to pay a bill, you don't even know where that is. I mean, that's stress. And when you're stressed out unnecessarily, it's going to make the things that you can't overcome right now, just that much harder.
2: That's
0: so true. I I remember um, a bill not getting paid and me just like saying, I've never not paid a bill in my entire life. And I had no clue where it was. It right. was like, how could it have just vanished? Like what happened to the bill? Right. You know? And then Beth just sent me this picture of this thing. Hey, do you think you could benefit from having this? <laughs> like, yes. It was like an <laughs> organizer for like mail and stuff. Yeah. I was like, are you like inside my brain right now? You know, yeah. it was like just right. amazing that, you know, she knew. Right. So. For more information on Beth and what she does, I mean, she she will sit and, you know, just kind of talk with you over the phone about, you know, what your needs are and just kind of build and structure a program that just makes sense for you. Obviously, we did our whole entire house by no means feel like you have to do that. You know, again, you bite off small, small pieces of it and get yourself started.
1: Yeah, I've had a client that went to her even just for a
0: closet. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Take a look at D D-E, junk. D-E-Junk Fast.com for Beth and for organization and just to de-junk your house. And for more information on us, take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com.
1: Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3 here in studio with our friend Beth Ceso talking a little bit about her company, Djunk Fast. You can check that out at djunkfast.com. We were kind of speaking in the last segment, if you were with us, about the parallelisms between making sure that you're uh, not cluttered, making sure that your life has got some order to it and having assistance in doing that and kind of connecting the dots between that aspect of something going on in your home and the spiritual and, I believe, even psychological attachment to clutter and the setup and everything in your home, similar to how we can become addicted to food, psychological attachment to food. And then we were kind of talking on break a little bit as well about even being told that we should be able to do it ourselves it's not just a belief in and of us like hey i should be able to do this alone but we're told that it's like an expectation that we should be strong enough to take that on and i find that fascinating the areas that we are told that and the areas that we are not you know no one expects you to be able to work on the engine in your car but everybody expects oh well you can just clean your house up right you can just do that stuff on your own so or Beth,
0: you could just lose weight? Yeah, no, exactly. You
1: know, yeah. Beth, let's talk a little bit about what you do, like what you actually do for people in their homes, and and that attachment that you run into.
2: That's right. I felt like I should be able to lose weight, and you know, and I tried. Right. And I, we all understand that we need to eat less and exercise more. Right. Right. And right. there's plenty of information available about yes. how to eat. Yeah. And yet I was not losing weight. Right. I kept track of my calories on an iPhone app. Diligently. I mean, very diligent. And yes. really I still wasn't losing weight. And right. I thought, this can't be real. Right. And then my husband is fine now, but he was diagnosed with cancer. Right. And he said, this is it. We are going to get nutrition coaching. You make all my meals, so you are going. And so <laughs> yeah. we went. We Perfect. met with Debbie. And obviously, we were mostly concerned about Rob's situation, and she counseled him, you know, amazingly about what he should eat and not eat. He lost fifty pounds. That was two years ago. Yes, yeah. he's he's in excellent health now. Yeah. He's kept all the weight off. He looks yes. great. Yeah. He does. And I, as a bystander, mostly lost the twenty pounds that I had had for twenty years. Right. Because. I stopped thinking about counting calories, and I started eating what Debbie told me to eat. And, well, what do you know? There were all kinds of things I didn't know about nutrition. Right. Because Debbie studies this all the time. Non-stop. She has studied it for decades. Yeah. So everybody that I meet just about feels like I should be able to declutter my home. Yeah. Right. Right. And I've had women cry to me that their husband's are yes. saying to them, why can't you just declutter this home? Yes, right. Right. And they are telling me that they have some paralysis. Many of my clients deal with ADHD. They're dealing with trauma, yes. grief, or they're just not wired to be organized, or right. they weren't raised in a home where there was an example set and they're just lacking some skills. Sure. And we may not all be wired to be organized, but we all can gain skills, yes, and so, just like you equipped me, and I don't meet with you on a professional basis anymore. right You taught me what I needed to know, and here I am two years later, still eating that way, right. you right. trained me, yes, yes, and what i I don't enter into people's lives forever, right, but I enter in i I get them jump started, yes. I bust them loose from the paralysis and the inaction and I break it down and most of the time they gain skills and they are able to sustain systems and I ask, I don't make them get rid of anything. I don't tell them, I don't march in there and tell them how it's going to be. Yes. First we declutter, then I ask them how they think. I ask them what systems would feel instinctive. Yes. We set those up and If they are not sustaining it well, then I tell them to come back to me and tell me that so that we can adjust it and make it instinctive so that they can sustain it. Absolutely. Yeah, I
1: think one of my favorite things is um, Beth completely redid my closet. And prior to that, I had this mountain of shoes because Debbie is a sweetheart. And when we met, I had like a pair of tennis shoes that – you know, I worked out in, I went to the mall in, I cut the grass in, you know, like the, they were my my tennis shoes, right? And so like <laughs> we now- We burned those. Yeah, we burned those. <laughs> so like now later in life, like as Christmas gifts and, you know, uh, Father's Day's gifts and things like that, she buys me shoes. And so I have different colors that match my clothing, which feels weird because I used to just not even do anything like that. I just thought black went with gray and that's all you wore, <laughs> you know, but I had this mountain of shoes and- So Beth came in and she organized my closet and one thing that she did was she created these rack systems for my shoes and it's interesting how I might go two or three days in my work week because I work 15, 16-hour days and I might get to my fourth day and I will notice that I have come home and I've taken my shoes off and they're in this closet on the floor. So going into my first off day, where I am not gonna pull a 15-hour shift, I have the energy to take the four or five pair of shoes and put them back on the rack. So I may not have the energy in my four long days of work to do it, but I do have the energy to do it at the end of those five days. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if the mountain was still there, I'm not putting any of them back. So the removal of the initial mountain, the assistance with the initial issue has allowed me to continue to keep myself from stumbling into my closet at four o'clock in the morning while my wife's trying to sleep and potentially eating it against the wall because I'm tripping over a mountain of shoes. You know, that's that's a problem, you know, and then I'm shifting through shoes, trying to find what I'm going to wear. And I know that sounds silly because it's like those are just your shoes but there's anxiety in that the extra two minutes. And then you got the extra three minutes of what shirt am I looking for? Because I've got long sleeves mixed with short sleeves with button ups and whatever it may be. And now I need a hoodie. And if you're like me, you give yourself 17 minutes and 46 seconds to get ready in the morning. Right. So it's like, You know, you you start to burn through that time. You start to have your heart rate increases. You're driving too fast on the way to work. I mean, there's just a cascade of issues that comes out of that. And so so she comes in and she removes the potential of that initial cascade and she removes the need or the, the trauma of your own thought process of what's wrong with me. Why can't I do this on my own? It's there's nothing wrong with you. You know, it's, it's just part of learning a new skill set, as Beth said, and, and implementing these mm-hmm. things. I mean, yeah, there's a million things online that can tell you what to eat. I mean, I said it about even the personal training aspect of what I do. You can find the workouts you can find. But, you know, what's happening to you on a uh, physiological level, what's happening to you on a neurological level based on the digestion and how you're breaking that down and then what's happening to you on an emotional level? Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're told to overcome these things, but like, why can't you overcome it? It's not because there's something wrong with you. It's because something has led to that moment. And so we break into that with you. Beth does it with you in your home. There's a book that's called Make Your Bed. The guy that wrote that uh, was a military guy. And he talks about how you can start your day out with success and organization- just by making your bed i hate making my bed we have 982 pillows and it's like i mean there's not even enough bed left for all of these pillows i'm confused by it you know because nobody goes in our bedroom so i'm like no one's gonna see this deb but deb sees it and in the beginning of our relationship i resisted making the bed i was like i'm not doing it i'm not putting all those pillows on there and each day debbie in her polite little manner, like do you think maybe if you get up after me you can put the pillows on the bed and i'm like Ah, so finally I started doing it. Well, guess what happened? When I would make the bed, I felt good because I knew my wife was going to come home and see the bed made, and I knew there was happiness and joy in that for her. So I started to almost have a dopamine response by having preparation in my life. And it takes, what, 40 seconds? I only have six pillows, not 942. (laughs) But it takes less than a minute, and that minute actually gives me more time than the minute lost because i feel prepared and ready to take on the next steps of what i have to take on
0: that's that's really good on the break uh beth was talking about this book that was titled um lose 200 pounds in a weekend yeah and she's basically talking about you know kind of like what she does for a living she said it was from one of her mentors but I mean, at the end of the day, when we redid all of this in our house, I genuinely felt like I lost 200
1: pounds. Yeah, I mean, I actually take my shoes upstairs when I when I uh, go to bed at night now. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of leaving like one pair in the living room and then yeah. forgetting about that pair, so leaving another pair the next night in the kitchen and forgetting about that pair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it actually makes you you know feel like. You have 200 pounds of spiritual and emotional baggage lifted off your shoulders.
2: And we broke it down into now it's just one pair.
1: Right. It, it. It's not
2: overwhelming. You're not looking at a mountain. Yeah, exactly. It, you, it feels doable because right. all you're doing is carrying one pair up. Right. And what I want your listeners to think about is decluttering is an excellent gateway drug to weight loss. Yes. yes. Because it's a win. Yes. Right. We, we fight depression with success. Yes. yes. And... We can guarantee success in decluttering. If if anyone who sees me is willing to throw anything away or donate anything, then I can guarantee success as far as we're making progress in your home, because most people are trying to manage too much. And that's why they're procrastinating. That's why they have anxiety, because they seriously have just too many belongings. Right. And, I, and it's I, not about some moral high ground of minimalism no, because I don't teach that. No. Right. I just teach, let's get rid of all the stuff in your house that you don't love or use. Yeah. And most people overestimate how sentimental they are about all these things. Yes. I start to show them things and they say, oh, I don't care about that. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. Well, then let's quit pawing over it to get yes. to the things you do care yes. about. Yes. yes. Well, I'll so give good. you an example so of
1: a, a client that I have that I referred to Beth and she is now excited because she's on a weight loss journey and she has lost some weight in the past and she has all of these different sizes of clothing in her closet of which she'll never go back to of which she doesn't need anymore and it was preventing her from being comfortable of buying new clothes that she feels good in she got rid of that she organized her closet she told me last week that she had purchased new clothes to go to work in and she was excited because she felt good in them that opportunity was provided by removing the clutter that was in its way. I mean, it was literally blocking that feel-good success.
0: Absolutely. Like you go in your closet and you're like, oh, I can see clothes. I can see what I can wear I don't out. need
1: anything new. No, I have no. all that.
0: Absolutely. And I I was even able to bless quite a few people with yes. my clothes that I gave away. I mean, we have one girl that works for us, her and her daughter, are wearing all the clothes and she was like going to these special meetings and I'm seeing the pictures and I'm seeing her wearing these dresses and they're, it was really nice clothing. I'm just not wearing them. Yeah. So why am I keeping them? I you know, I I kind of thought of saving them for Sophie, but Sophie's sort of like gone into a different size realm. And so yeah. now I'm like, She's okay, why <laughs> am I saving this? You know what I mean? And so now we, we've watched someone else's life be blessed because we've been able to pass those things on. And they feel incredibly thankful for it. you know now they don't even now they don't even have to take the time to go out shopping and do things. so there's just so many different layers of it, but if any of this even remotely sounds freeing and refreshing and like, oh my gosh, this would help me so much, please call Beth or please please take a look at Beth's website at djunk d e j u n k fast dot com And just get with her, you know, get on the phone and talk with her about what you have going on. And if you're trying to get that weight off this year or you're trying to get yourself into a healthier position, take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com for a six month nutrition program or for a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers. And don't forget, for gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your doorstep, take a look at sophiesbakery.com, and for 100% grass-fed beef at fedfromthefarm.com.
2: She is-
1: Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. Again, we are blessed to be in studio with our friend Beth and CISO today. We've talked about her company, DeJunk Fast. You can check her out at Djunkfast.com. I'm going to kind of throw this segment to start right over to Beth so she can tell us kind of some of the concepts that she goes through when she first starts working with a client.
2: Right. So many people resist the idea of decluttering because they are not looking forward to the decision-making process. They feel like every decision will be agonizing and exhausting. Yes. They don't want to face the past or any kind of negative memories or feelings that will come with looking through their stuff. And so I developed my list, which I call 12 Ways to Identify Junk, Which helps people kind of start to build up their muscles for dealing with things and how they look at things. And so number one is it's the wrong size, color, out of style, or you have too many of them.
0: That's good. good.
2: Number two is it's broken. And (laughs) despite your good intentions, it's not likely to get fixed. Right, (laughs) right. That's so true. Number three is you know deep down you will never go back to using it. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times that's like our last bedspread, our right. last curtains, right? Yes. Our last briefcase.
0: But it's so nice, and you invested in it, and you're like, so you're like, oh, I shouldn't just get rid of it. So you know, true. So yeah. Deb,
1: can I throw the chair in the basement away? So I have a whole closet. <laughs> yeah, a whole, whole closet. I don't even know what chair that it's is. It's the one <laughs> that ten years ago you said we would rewrap because it's oh, a nice chair. That-
0: red one
1: yeah oh i need to rewrap no you need to so throw it nice. away. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah right.
2: number four is you've outgrown it emotionally That's a great. lot oh. of times these are our collections from middle school i used okay. to have a beer can collection yeah. i outgrew it emotionally yeah. Right. Yeah. right right number five is having it is not worth the space it takes okay Maybe it's an awesome piece of furniture, but everybody is squeezing through the door. Right. Yeah. It's not worth right. it. That's right, right. Number six is using it is more trouble than it's worth. This is a lot of our late night TV gadgets, chop a yes. yogurt yes. makers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have those. We find ourselves just grabbing a knife. Yeah. Right, right. Yes. Number seven is you wouldn't really mind if you never saw it again.
0: Oh, no. well.
2: No. It's just not that important. Right. Yeah. Number eight is it's printed information you could reacquire anytime online.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I felt like I had like an entire cabinet full of that.
2: Almost everything we can get it. Right. Again, online. There's and when very do little. I ever
0: even go back to that manual anyways? I never do. Right. So, But I'm like, something's going to happen if I throw
2: it away. I know. Yeah. People <laughs> overestimate the consequences of yes. getting yes. rid of things, yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. Number nine is it was a gift, but you've never liked it. Right, right. <laughs> you feel bad. They're like, I uh, should. We can just... be grateful without surrendering our space. Yes. yes. Number ten is it brings up bad feelings or memories. That's yeah. Good. Well, Broken for sure. relationships.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, you have to get rid of negative like that. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so why good. are you keeping it? That, yeah. that is so good.
2: Number eleven is you're keeping it only out of guilt. Some parent or authority figure wants you to have it right but they that's don't good. want it at their house yes. yeah oh gosh yeah number yeah. 12 is it will shock or stress your heirs oh no. that's good yeah anything you don't want your heirs to find after you're dead yeah right, deal with it now that's right that's so
0: true yeah, yeah very good wow that's such a solid list and I mean I guess I'm curious about this just because you're so I don't know you're just so good at what you do but Let's say someone is like unsure like who can I donate that to or I don't I don't even have the time to
2: donate something. I mean, do you help with that? I do. I offer to take the capacity of my vehicle. Okay. to Goodwill. Okay. As long as it's something Goodwill takes. Okay. If if they need more help than that, I try to Line help, it them, up. help them. Help okay. them find resources for getting rid okay. of things. And we've developed quite a resource list. So sure, that's great. We sure, we can I mean, help people with just about anything.
0: Those would be things that, like I know, I would have been thinking of once I get in. I, I, if I embark on this, I'm not going to have the kind of time to when we have this big pile of things that need to get donated. I, I'm not going to be able to get them there, you know, or whatever. I'd be thinking of those things, you know, th- and that's what would keep me from getting started. And that's
2: why I started doing this, because I would go back six weeks later, and the pile of bags was still there. And I realized in order to really help people move the needle, I had to offer to carry it away. Yes. Yes. To give the win.
0: I feel like that's important. You know, that's why I felt like it was worth asking. I also feel like it's important, like, Beth did this in a very cost-effective manner. Like, she didn't go to the highest-end container store and spend thousands of dollars on all these organization things, I suppose... If that's what you wanted to have happen, you know, you could absolutely do it that way. But I was somewhat blown away by, you know, just the affordable approach to what was organizing our stuff in our cabinets and in our, uh, in, and I think that that was something that also kept me from doing it in the past was I, I just don't yeah, want to spend $3,000 I mean, on containers I mean, or I, a I, closet company or I something, you know. I think for
1: me is, you know, when I thought about, the, okay so first off like the accumulation of the out, uncountable stress hours of what we dealt with with the things that needed to be done but when you add in the hours of what it would take you to actually do what needs to be done too the the daunting side of that makes you think like this is, she's going to charge me a hundred thousand dollars. This is absurd. You right. know? And, so you and just immediately
0: flip the switch, say, I can't do I it. I can't do
1: it. Yeah. You know? And people, people do that with us as well. You know, where yes. people will say like, I just can't really, you know, I can't really afford the training. I can't really afford, you know, nutrition. And it's like, start with the small package. It, yeah. We have. Start small. Pay you know? one and, session And that's at what's time. great about Beth too, is like, start with your closet, start with your worst area when I get people that come to me to lose weight or, you know, to do something in regard to where I think nutrition is more important than training, I tell them that, right. You know, I'm like, look, if, if you are limited on your budget and what you're going to spend your money on, like you need Debbie more than you need me. Mm-hmm. And once you start working with Debbie, then perhaps down the road, the, the door will open to come to me and we will have success in, in what we do for you from a physiological perspective. But like, Your health right now, your wellness is going to be better done with Debbie, and so you know, like when you're thinking about working with Beth, instead of being like, "Well, I can't do my whole house right now, I don't have the time for it, I don't have the money," like, take a look at what your biggest struggle is, like what is really holding you up, like what is creating anxiety, you know, break it down and start there, you know, because if you're perpetually in a cycle, and I challenge you to think about how long you've been in it of thinking you're going to do something and not doing it, that's actually insanity. And you will start to feel insane because you'll keep telling yourself you can and you don't, and you can and you don't. And within that insanity is also the belief that you're a failure and you're never going to be able to do it because you haven't done it up until now. Break that cycle and implement some disciplines and grab some assistance to overcome What's actually causing you to not live the best life that you can?
0: I know for me personally, the most beneficial rooms uh, were my kitchen and my closet. I mean, right. obviously, I love the fact that our garage is done and our basement is done. It's pretty incredible. This Christmas, when we went to get our stuff and yeah, all everything forty-seven was so, trees, all everything was so organized and so <laughs> well done. But. I just feel like kitchen and, um, you know, my closet just makes every day such a better flow. Beth. So
1: take a look at that. Think about the difference in that. So for me, it was it was closet and basement because it's almost like I felt, you know, like, oh, well, it's my job to get down there and organize that basement and get all that stuff put in a spot. But I come home from work and I'm like, I don't want to go down there like I I don't I'm too tired. I'm too this, you know, I feel, but it was always on the back of my mind like. You know, we do decorate for Christmas. We do decorate for fall. And it's a pain every time to wade through that stuff that's in the way, you know, so it was really helpful to, to yeah, get that yeah, out of yeah. there.
0: Well, thank you so much, Beth, for coming. It was a blessing to have you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, I feel like this information could just really be life changing for someone. It really was for us. That's why we wanted to bring Beth on the show. She's just such a professional person and she really believes in what she does Her passion is just as strong for what she does as as our passion is for what we do for nutrition and training. So we just felt like it was a great collaboration. So for more information on what Beth does, please take a look at DeJunk, D-E-J-U-N-K, fast.com. And get with her, get on the phone, just start to explain. If it has to just be one room at a time, then do it one room at a time. But just, you know, bring some hope into your year. And if you really need to make some changes with your health and you know that you're not going to get it done on your own and you just need the accountability and you're ready to make that shift, give us a call at 636-299-2208 and take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com for more information on a six-month nutrition program or a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers. And don't forget for nutrient-dense, gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your doorstep, com and 100% grass-finished meat from fedfromthefarm.com. Thanks again, Beth, and so so glad to have you, and God Thank bless you. you all for listening.